Grief is a natural part of life, and we all experience it at some point. By becoming aware of our emotions in the process of grief, we can begin to accept and move through our pain. Acceptance doesn't mean that we forget or stop feeling the loss, but it allows us to come to terms with it. And finally, we can choose to honour our loved ones by celebrating their life and finding meaning in our grief. Join me as we explore these pillars of grief and how they can help us navigate the journey of grief. We will explore this journey together and you will hear from experiencers, experts and researchers. I'm Jock Brokus and this is The Pillars of Grief. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are in the world, this is Jock here, this is the Pillars of Grief podcast. Today I'm going to be answering a question that I get a lot from people who have lost loved ones is how long should I wait before I get rid of my loved one's belongings? How long does it take? When should I get rid of them? And should I get rid of them? That's what we're going to jump into when we come right back and I'm going to give you some things to think about that may make your decisions and you're understanding a little bit easier. God bless. Are you struggling with grief? Hi, I'm Jock Brokus, a grief researcher, author, spiritual mentor, and renowned evidential medium. Join me on the Pillars of Grief podcast. Through personal teachings and interviews with experienced researchers and educators, I will provide valuable insights and support to help you navigate your journey through grief. I will answer the questions you yearn to be answered, and I'll help you understand your journey. Listen and subscribe to the Pillars of Grief podcast today on your favorite platform and start navigating your journey through grief. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is January and we're into 2024. It seems an absolute crazy time at the moment with everything that's going on in the world. And of course, it's the beginning of a new year and a lot of you are jumping into this new year. Maybe you've lost loved ones recently. Maybe you've lost a loved one uh, a while ago, but you still have their belongings. You still have their things. And everybody's always saying to you, you know, you got to move on. You got to move on. How do you move on? Well, you've got to move on. It's easy. Just get rid of the things that you need to get rid of. And a lot of people, even that I've dealt with in years of, of doing sittings, private sittings and counseling and working with people who are grieving, help, helping them through their journey, they tend to get very confused about this. And I'll give you an example, actually, of someone, a friend of mine that brought through her husband a while ago. And he came through and gave evidence that he knew that she had given away his boots and, and he was delighted. He, he didn't care. So the thing is, is like, what will they think about, well, you know, what will our loved ones think about on the other side when we give away their belongings? They don't really care, actually. But the problem is, is that what does this mean for you? How long should you keep your husband, your wife, your child's belongings? Well, actually, there's no real rhyme or reason, and there's no real rules to it. There's, it's like the stages of grief. There's no real stage. And people that try to force you to give away things, they don't really understand the grief journey. They don't really understand grief or what you're going through. So it's important to realize that in yourself, in your own mind, you don't have to give anything away. And nobody says that you should. And the ones that do, I mean, well... Let me see, nobody says, because actually that's not true. There's a lot of people say that you should because they want you to move over. They want you to get going. 
So th there is no real rules and regulations for it, even though people would think that there is. So I just want to jump on and let's discuss a little bit about what it means to keep a hold of your loved one's belongings and when you should go through them. And again, like I said, there's no real rhyme and reason or any rules for even when you should go through them, when you should give them away, nothing, nothing like that. And if you get comfort, here's the thing, and people don't understand this, a lot of psychologists will say that, you know, it, some people will lose a loved one or they'll lose a son or a daughter, lose a child, for instance, and they keep their room like a shrine for them. And whilst that can be construed as possibly something that, you know, maybe cause some kind of mental anguish could possibly come into uh, prolonged grief disorder caused, you know, traumatic kind of stress. If you get comfort in doing that and it helps you to feel like you're connected, there's nothing wrong with that. It's only really people's perceptions of what they feel is wrong with it because they think you're still in your grieving, uh, in your on, on your grieving time, and that you can't move on. There's nothing to say that you keep your room the way it is because it makes you feel comfortable and you feel close to them. There's nothing really wrong, really, in doing that. I don't see what the big issue is. The, the issue comes is when you start to change your whole life around and, and maybe it's, it's not just that you keep the room in the same condition, but everything the way that you communicate with other people, the way that you connect with other people, the way that you live your life from then on in, there's going to be an imbalance there and that might create some kind of mental imbalance and maybe cause some kind of psychosis and things inside of you. So you, you have to be very careful with this. There's nothing wrong with it if it's balanced. If you just keep it that way, you've got a big enough house and nobody's moving in and you want to keep it there because that's the way that your son or your daughter or your child had it, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as the rest of your life, you're still, you know, you're still going to work, you're still doing your things, you still have your friends, you're still going out, you're still communicating, you're still enjoying life. But if you're not enjoying life, if you're hiding yourself away, if you are uh, not living in the memory of your loved one, if your life has basically become stagnant, stayed still, not moved forward, then that's a time where you should really consider this as something serious that needs to have some treatment or needs to have some counsel. But if you're living your life, you're going to work and you're moving on, but you just have a place in your house that's dedicated to your loved one, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, actually, let me give you an example as well. Many years ago, a friend of mine back in, in Wales gave a, a brought through his dad through many times years ago and um, he had a little like a I wouldn't say a, a, an altar or something but he had an area in his home and you know and, and had his picture of his father up there and and he had some personal belongings there and that's all right because he still lived his life he still went out he still had his job he still had connection with his friends he still went out and enjoyed a, a, a drink in the weekends and that was just his place, and and he had personal belongings there that every now and again he would he would touch, and and you know he would speak to his his father's picture. Nothing wrong with that, right? Where, as I said, let's jump back. Where it where it becomes a problem, where it becomes wrong, is when you're not living your life, you're not expressing your life in the best way. That's then when it becomes a problem, and that's when that you actually need 
some help. So really, you know, when should you, let's get the, the point, you know, if you're getting to the point, you're moving on and you, you don't see them, you don't really need these material things anymore. That's the time when you can think, well, all right, okay, maybe it's time for me to get rid of these things, right? And that's down to you, it's down to how you feel about it. If you're moving on and you've got loads of belongings of your loved ones, then you give away those things when you're ready and people will say, oh my God, Jock, you know, what, what, does my, what does my wife, what does my son, what does my husband think about that? Like I said, the, the example I gave you, they don't, before, they don't really care about the material things. And one of the things that I want you to remember, ladies and gentlemen, is that your memory is in the mind, right? Your memory, it doesn't, it exists forever. It's not in the material item, right? And they don't care about the material item. So if you're moving on and you're living your life, you don't have, if you feel that you, you've got your memories and you don't need that material item, then, that, then you can start to get rid of these things. And I'm not going into the strategy about how to cope with it, how to deal with it, how to set it up, how to work with you know, a good friend or a family member to go through the boxes. I'm talking about understanding the concepts of the items and the belongings that they had. Sometimes I will find, and as I speak to many people who are going through the grief journey, they will say that they will maybe go into their loved one's room that they've had, or, or maybe it's a husband and wife, right? Maybe the, the you, you've lost your husband and you keep their tops, you keep their jumpers, you keep their shirts, right? And, you know, every now and again, you'll go to that shirt and you'll, you'll hold it and you'll, cut, you know, you'll maybe wear it just to, just to, to make you feel comfortable. And some people will say, well, that's a bit weird, that's, you shouldn't do it. No, there's nothing wrong with that, right? If that's how you get comfort, bearing in mind what I've said, as long as the rest of your life is not turning upside down and that you're starting to go into the realms of prolonged grief disorder, PGD, then, then there's nothing wrong with that. And some people get great comfort, right? Some people get great comfort um, by touching their loved one's clothing, okay? There come a time when you realize you don't need them anymore and because your memories are there. Now, an example from my own perspective, my own life, is that um, I have my father's ring, right? And I used to wear it. I, I actually don't wear it anymore because I'd lost so much, it's lost so much weight, it doesn't fit. But I had my father's ring and I wore it constantly because I, I, I thought that I would need to wear that in his memory and to keep me, you know, close to him. The reality was is that I didn't, but there, there came a time that I didn't need to have it anymore. Even though I'd lost weight, I know I don't need to have it, right? Because all I need is to think back to those times where I was with my father, to think back to those fun times or the, those times where we had conversation. Or I can go into my mind and subjectively I can create the image I remember of him, the great image of my father. I, I don't need the material item, right? But there's nothing wrong. I had it for while I needed it. That's the important thing. While I was grieving, I felt I needed it. And so I had it. And then there was come a time in the journey where I didn't need it anymore because the memories were so strong. The memories were so powerful. So if it brings you comfort, there's, there's nothing wrong with it at all. 
right? You have to have the awareness that things in this life have no power, right? My, my dad's clothes really has no power, right? Anything that I have, I mean, literally the, the, the watch that I'm wearing, it, it, it really has no power. If, if I lose it, I lose it. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be a little bit upset. I lost a, a favorite watch or something. But if it was my dad's watch and, you know, I might get a bit concerned that it was my dad's. But, you know, it doesn't, that, that, even when I go, when I cross over to the other side, I take nothing with me. I take nothing. No matter what I got in this world, this material, I'm not going to take it. And your loved one hasn't taken their stuff. So when I have a loved one come through, when I'm maybe sitting with someone and they express that, you know, they know that, that you've given away the stuff, they don't care about it. They're not attached to the material items. They're not attached to the material world. They've moved on. And whilst you have it there, if it comforts you, then keep it. There's nothing wrong with that. If going into the room of your child that you haven't changed comforts you, then go there. Nobody says you need to change it. If having some personal picture or item comforts you, then do it. If, like my friend, going up to touch his father's picture on a shelf on his, in his living room comforts, then do it. It doesn't matter. There is no rule for you giving away anything. You don't need to give away anything. But how can you, let's, let's go into the next set I want to say. When, you're, when you've come to the point, like I have, you've come to the point you don't necessarily need it. You've come to an awareness and you realize that, you know what? I've got my memories and nothing can be destroyed. It's in my mind. The, the memory, the, the pattern of those memories are in your mind. Your mind's never going to be destroyed. Your, your energy, scientifically, you can't destroy energy. It's impossible, right? So if the memories are, are etched in those in that energy and they exist there in your mind, then you don't need it. And you want to get rid of the stuff or you want to you come to a place now where I can keep it or I can get rid of it, I don't need it. Here's some things that you can do. And I talked about in one of my other videos how one of our members of our, our grief group or grief app. And if you're not a member, you're more than welcome to come and join us. Just apply on my website at jobbrokers.com. And you can come and join us. But what she did is she started to make stuff from her husband's clothing and from her husband's items. And she would give them away as a gift. That's something that you can do. What does that do for you? Well, that makes you feel like it's it, you're not just putting something in the trash and discarding it, which could be a hard thing to deal with. And it might trigger you in grief, right? Remember that all of these items that you have are also triggers and how we deal with those triggers. You know, awareness, acceptance, and choice. We have the choice to do whatever we want to do. We have an awareness of it. We accept it. We have a choice. So let's say, you you know, you, you create something beautiful and you give them away as a gift. Then you've chosen to give them away, but you're, you're, you're releasing them with love and energy and you're giving them as a part of a memorial there. And that can make you feel much better rather than just discarding it and having it as a negative trigger. That's a positive trigger, right? You give it away as a gift to something as, as one of our, our members did, uh, as making pillows or out of the clothing or whatever else you want to do. That's also making someone else happy because they feel they've got some closeness. They feel they've got something as well. And that way you feel as if you're keeping that memory. So that's a great way 
of doing it, when you get to that point of giving something away, uh, of getting rid of your loved one's possessions. The other way that you can do it is if you're getting rid of your loved one's possessions and they don't need, you know, you, you don't need it anymore and you're okay with it because, you know, you've got to a place where you're happy, then you can donate it to a charity. Because even feeling that you have, you're doing something in service for humanity, you're doing something good for others, you don't need it anymore, you've got your memories, you're happy. You've gone through your journey long enough that you, you, you understand that the material items don't hold the memories you do. So you can give that, that, that stuff, if you like, those physical items to people that might use them and might cherish them. And, and that can go to a charity. I don't go into go in the whole, you know, is better for your taxes and all this kind of stuff. It doesn't really matter. Just the fact is, is that you give something away to a charity or to the poor or to someone else that can use it, you are doing something in service. You're doing something that has a positive trigger to it. It's got a positive power there. So that's another thing that you can do rather than just discarding it. I wouldn't say to anyone that even if you're ready to get rid of your husband or your sons or any, any possessions of your loved one, I wouldn't say anyone to just throw it out and dis discard it because... There's an element of regret when you do something like that. Remember, when you give something away, you can't take it back. Often when we give something, if we still have an attachment to it, and the Buddhists say that the root of all suffering, the root of all suffering is, is based in attachments. We give something away that we're attached to, we immediately want it back, and that creates a little bit of anguish, anxiety, and a little bit of imbalance there. So we need to realize that when we give something, we can't really take it back. And we need to be ready to let that go, right? The the item that we give away, it needs to be let go from our hearts. And, and that's why it's a lot better to give it to serve someone else. That's why I would say that you never really want to discard something in the trash unless it's bent, it's broken, and it doesn't work, and it's, it's no use anymore. And you know that it's not, you know, repairable or whatever it is. Then, then that's that's different. But don't just disregard your loved one stuff in the trash because even though there's an element of this whole idea in the trash, it's like disregarded. There's no love to it. I just don't need it anymore. I throw it away. That is a negative trigger that will cause you anguish, and it might not at that moment, but it will later on. You were like, oh, I actually threw that in the bin. I wish I hadn't because I want that now. Or I got rid of that and I wish I hadn't because pff, I should just never have done it. So always look. One of the last things I want to say to you is always look. If you're going to get rid of your loved one's possessions, look towards where they can serve elsewhere, where it's a positive trigger in your heart and in your mind. And remember that your memories live on forevermore in your mind and in your heart. It's not in the material item. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. While the material things have no power and your memories exist within you, there is no hard and fast rule to you getting rid of anything. You don't have to. If you don't want to get rid of it, you don't have to. Loved ones are not going to come through and say, hey, don't get rid of this. They're going to come through and say, keep it or get rid of it when you're ready. It doesn't take away the love connection to them or the relationship. Just do it when you're ready not when anybody else thinks you should be ready. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to me today. This is The Pillars of Grief. If this has helped you or if you think it can help someone else, please share it out. If you want support, you want to join our community, then please go to my website, jobbrokers.com. Go to the grief group and join us. You'd be more than welcome to come and join us. If you've got any questions, then please reach out to me as well on my Instagram or reach out to me through the website. And as always, remember, grief is a journey. It's not a destination. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Pillars of Grief with me. If you've found this podcast helpful, please consider subscribing so that you never miss an episode. Also, leaving a review can help others find the show and receive the guidance they need on their journey through grief. I appreciate your feedback and look forward to hearing from you all. Join my free online support community for those grieving and connect with others who understand what you're going through. I offer you a spiritual blessing and hope you will join me on the next episode. Till then, open your mind and allow the power of the divine to transform your grief to spiritual realization. God bless.